0: Hallelujah. I just love Sunday mornings. We love coming together. So the Word is on vision, and here's the the first slide that we're going to see. If you've got your Bibles, um, turn to Proverbs 29, verse 18. Now, I've got three passages of Scripture there. Um, In the King James Version, we simply read where it says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And then the NIV version, New International version, says where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed, uh, but blessed is the one who heeds uh, wisdom's instruction. And the message version, and I like the message version. Don't like it all the time with some of the things we're reading. It it distorts it a little bit. But for this particular passage of Scripture, it, it simply says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. And, you know, that's what vision is all about, friends, isn't it? You know, where there's no vision, um, where there's no revelation in people's lives, um, then they can't see where they're going. You know, they just stumble along day by day without really knowing what what life is going to bring along. And this morning, I just want to share some of the, the vision that Christina and I um, have got for Wellspring Church. Um, and if you're visiting us this morning, then I trust that you will just come along with us on this journey, because we are on a journey, all of us on our Christian lives. And, um, you know, if you're part of the Wellspring family, you know, this will be part of all of us. But even if you're not, you know, vision is there for each one of us today. But, you know, um, I just want us to quickly take a look where this passage of scripture comes from. Um, It comes from the book of Proverbs, as we read. And, you know, we can see there that um, Solomon is the one that's been really accredited with the writings, most of the writings in the book of Proverbs. Um, And Solomon was a wise man. You know, I'm sure many of you know the the saying, you know, wise, you know, wiser Solomon. And uh, he was a very, very wise man. Um, And Proverbs was written to provide uh, detailed instructions of how we can deal with practical and spiritual uh, affairs and things in our everyday life. They're there to help us and to guide us. Um, it talks about how to relate to God and to each other. Every one of us, you know, it's so important that we we learn and we know how we can develop our relationship with God, how we can grow, grow closer to Him. And when it comes to the body of people, the church, you know, how we can relate to one another. We're all different. We've all got different DNAs. Um, and we all need to be able to learn that much better about how to relate to each other. Um, and proverbs, you know, a lot of the proverbs um, are shorter chapters and shorter passages um, because they were written um, as a series of short stories or poems. Um, a lot of them are, are poetic, um, but Proverbs was there um, just to help each one of us. But you know, when we were um, in the Midlands last year, um, we, we had a what really we can only describe as a, as a fallow year. I'm sure many of you have heard that that saying. Um, but You know, when farmers um, have a, a fallow season, sometimes they will have a field that they just don't plant anything in for a year. Um, they keep it fallow, you know, so that the soil can can get its richness back and get its goodness back before they start planting in it the following year. And, you know, for many of us, we can go through a fallow time in our lives and and for us all of last year it was a a fallow season in in our christian walk um but during that time as we were aside from god as we were not involved in in church ministry uh, at that time you know god was speaking into our lives we was able to spend more time praying and reading the word of god um and you know the lord gave us a structure for the future ministry that we were going to be taking on. Because we knew that that's what we would be doing. We just didn't know when and we didn't know where at that point. And, you know, for um, structure in any situation, but particularly in the church, you know, it needs to be spiritual and it needs to be practical. And these are just some of the areas that the Lord... Reveal it to us um, as we were spending time with him. You know, on the spiritual, you know, church should be like the one that we see in Acts two. You know, a church where there is where the Holy Spirit is welcome, and where the Holy Spirit moves. Church, that's you and me. You know, we should be encouraged in the gifts that are within us, and. And a lot of what you um, will be hearing me share this morning, you know, as we've been going around meeting with some of you individually, um, you know, we've been sharing some of these things with you, you know, asking you about the gifts that there are in your life. Um, Because it's important, if God's given us a gift, you know, that we're able to to use that gift for the good of the kingdom. Um, And so we want to see, you know, a church you know that is holy spirit led and and i'm thankful that you know even in the short time we've spent at wellsprings we've seen the church is like that you know the church um, wants to allow the things of the holy spirit and i trust we will see that more and more as the weeks and months progress but you know in any church situation There's always practical roles and practical responsibilities that um, are there. Um, And these were some of the things that God was saying to us. Um, Who's doing what? Are there square pegs in round holes? Who can provide teaching and training for specific roles such as evangelism? Um, And again, so often we have seen in church situations people fulfilling roles that really they're not suited for, but they do it possibly because there's no one else to do it, um, possibly because they've been slotted in that role um, mistakenly. Um, But you know, we trust that as we journey through um, this time at Wellsprings, that we'll be able to help identify more and more um, the roles that you should be involved in and where you can help the the church here in Welling. Um, church members, each one of us. If you're part of the Wellspring family, um, you know we we heard from the Lord to say who is connected throughout the week, and if, if there are those of you who are not connected, you know then who looks out for those who are missing. You know, I think it's very sad, you know, if there are people that will come in. And this was, remember, this was in the context of when we was in the church building. Um, But, you know, if people come into church on a Sunday um, and and we see them and we greet them and and that's great. But, you know, if somebody is missing, maybe somebody's ill. Um, Maybe there's other family problems where they can't make church does somebody notice that you're not there you know as to somebody's spot that um you weren't there for that particular sunday and we want to make sure you know that we are a church where everyone is missed if you're not there and one way of doing that is to make sure we're connected maybe through um care groups we're going to be hearing a bit about that in a moment but we want to ensure everyone is connected in some way um We'd like to see more use of text and social media. You know, If one thing we've learned through the the lockdown is how to communicate in different ways. We're doing it this morning here on Zoom. You know, eight weeks ago, most of us would not have heard of of Zoom at all. What was it? Um, You know, as far as I knew, it, it was just a function on a camera that you could zoom in and zoom out. But here we are using this technology so that we can meet together every Sunday. Um, And and other ways we we meet as well through social media. Um, And then also with church members, different ways that we can can give um, and we can connect, um, including a mobile app. And I'm going to be sharing a bit about that in a moment as well. Um, So watch this space regarding that. But, you know, we want church to be a safe environment, don't we? Um, We must ensure that wherever and whenever we meet, you know, that safeguarding is in place. And I know when we came here, that was something that was already um, in place here at at Wellsprings. Um, But, you know, we needed to check uh, and ensure that there was a policy and that it was up to date. And those who need to have the relevant checks, those checks are made and who's responsible for keeping them current, you know, and that's already taken place, you know, that review of safeguarding has happened, you know, so that when we do come back into the building, you know, the the policy is there, the contact names and numbers are there for you if you ever feel that you need to contact someone with, with an issue or a concern. You know, and I trust it's a practical thing, but it's a very essential thing that we know our children you know, and our, our vulnerable adults um, are protected in, in this way. And then, website and social media. Now, websites and computers and Googling and social media and Facebook and WhatsApp that's not for everybody. we know that. Um, there are those who love it and there are those who hate it um, and loathe it. But you know what we do need to all understand in the 21st century that it is uh, something that is used by the majority of people. and uh, you know if we were able to look at statistics this morning, you know, statistically, people who are looking for a church, if they haven't got one, or they may be searching, you know, for the first time, one of the first things people do now is to go and search on the computer and Google churches in Well Inn and see who comes up. Um, and, and it's a way that people connect with church in this day and age. Um, and so we want to be able to... Um, use our website more and and social media more um, so that we can connect with people. We can connect with you. We can connect with your friends and your family and uh, people can see who we are and what we believe and what we do. Um, We also looked um, at new branding and and a new logo. And uh, some of you will have seen, you know, the church has now got a new logo Um, and uh, we'll start to see that more and more. But again, it's just to identify who Spring Church is. Um, And how can we promote the church more with uh, the use of social media? Um, You know, we have some great people in our church who who are very good on social media um, and uh, they will be um, looking into ways that we can make better use of these um, tools and options that are there for us. So there will be a social media team um, and they're going to be looking at different ways to uh, promote the church and let people know where we are and who we are. You know, you can imagine as we were praying last year um, and and the Lord started to download a lot of these things to us, that. You know, we were saying, well, where is all this for? How is it all going to happen? We couldn't see it at the time. Um, But God already had that plan and purpose in place. Um, Spiritual and uh, practical things the Lord showed us together was it's really important that, you know, as a church, we we have a welcome team. You know, we have church members who are there um, to man the door to greet people, show people to their seats, um, have a rota so that, you know, it's not the same people having to do it every week. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, Christina and I, we've been encouraged, even as we've been catching up with people, getting to know people better. You know, there are those who have already, without knowing what was on our hearts, but people have been saying, you know, I'd love to be involved in, in welcoming people, you know, making people feel welcome when they come into the church. It's the first face you see if you're a visitor, um, if you're on the door, and so it's an important role. And um, so we will be building on that, um, particularly when we get back into the building, you know that there will be a team in place um, who can be there every Sunday to, uh, to guide people to their seats, um, and uh, to greet the new people. Um, and also to have, you know, uh, welcome packs available. That's already been done now in the last few months. Uh, Christina has put together um, a great welcome pack, which will be in the church. Um, but it's there so that people can see the program um, and um, they can leave us some of their details and we can keep in contact with them as well. So that's all gonna be happening when we get back into the building. Um, and I mentioned earlier about care groups or home groups or cell groups, whatever names we might have called them in the past, this isn't something new, but it is something the Lord showed us is important you know, in the church, that uh, we have um, groups uh, around the area, Um, And we need to identify more groups. Um, We're thankful for those who are already um, working. They were working before we came. um, And they're continuing on Zoom every week. Um, And if you're part of those groups, then let me encourage you to to join in every week, um, whenever your meeting is, um, so that you can be fed and have fellowship online at the moment. But we're going to be looking to establish more groups. Um, we need to identify more leaders. Um, if that's something you feel that you could be doing, then you just need to let us know. Um, but we would encourage you, the church, you know, to be part of a care group. You know we know not everyone can make a group every week, you know with work schedules and family commitments. You know, they take up our time. But, um, you know, if you can be part of a group, we'd love to encourage that. Some groups meet during the day, some groups meet during the evening. You know, we can find a group that fits around your your routine, your schedule, so that uh, you can be part of a group. Um, we heard a story um, very recently um, it was from our son who's in America um, and in his church, uh, there are 800 people, um, which for us is a lot of people. For American standards, that's not very big. But, you know, they have a very uh, good um, system of groups that meet. Everyone is connected or most people are connected. But, you know, there was one lady who knows our son very well and, and she became ill and um, she was at home for almost a couple of weeks um, and no one was there to visit her. No one, apart from one or two people, was contacting her. And and she felt disappointed that the church were not connecting with her, a church of 800 people. Um, but you know, my son said to her, and he, fortunately he was one who was connecting with her, he knows her well, but he said, you're not part of a care group. So your group didn't know that you were unwell, you know, so unless people know, how can they reach out to you? Um, You know, and that was just one small reminder, really, of the importance of groups. Um, And so we would encourage you, wherever you can, you know, to be part of a a care group in your local area. And then as as many of you know, And if you're visiting us um, today, this may be new to you, but um, the Lord showed us very clearly that we do need to be mission-focused as a church. We need to be able to give more uh, to missions, both home and abroad. Um, We need to uh, arrange uh, a missions trip overseas in 2021. Now, that has changed um, that did say 2020 when the law gave it to us last year. but because of the lockdown and because of the uncertainty we travel through this year, um, you know we, we just feel that um, it's going to be wiser um, and better to be able to plan to take a mission trip abroad next year um, to maybe India, possibly uh, Kenya, in Africa. Um, but to be start to be praying into that, to start to be saving towards those things, and if missions is on your heart, um, you're going to hear a little bit more um, about that in a moment. But you know we will be doing a a separate um, message all around missions um, because we are we're thankful, you know, again to the church. The church gives to missions um, very recently. You know, the leadership met together and they agreed um, a number of missions, home and overseas, that the church is now supporting. And um, one little thing you'll see when you go into the building, there's going to be a, um, a frame with a poster on of uh, just a, a toilet that is being supported uh, in, a, in a, a country where they don't have those facilities. Um, And that's just one little thing. But we're going to be talking more on missions in more detail. But, you know, Wellsprings wants to be missions focused and is missions focused and gives to missions. And we want you to be part of that journey with us, um, whether that's supporting here locally or whether that's supporting overseas. So just to review, Really, what what I've been uh, covering there, um, by the end of this first year, um, so we joined in uh, February, we, be, we came to Wellsprings in February. Um, so by the end of January next year, you know, um, the Lord showed us that we needed to see the majority of these ideas I've mentioned put into place. Um, We want to form strong links with community bodies and organisations locally. Um, We're already considering connecting with Fair Share. Fair Share is an organisation that provides food for charities that you can give um, give out to to the homeless or to food banks or community cafes or whatever you've got. Um, And we're praying um, right into whether We can be involved in in that ministry as well. Um, To connect with churches in Welling, Uh, and again you already was, um, which was great. Um, um, We we were fortunate to have one meeting before the lockdown um, with some of the other churches in Welling, Um, but we want to see it grow, we want to see that develop. Uh, It's important, you know, we don't want to be isolated We want to be part of what God is doing in Wedding in the wider uh, town. And we want to uh, be able to arrange men's and ladies' weekends away. Maybe just one initially in the year, and possibly a church retreat as well. Um, And so we're praying to that. Um, We're looking at uh, places we could go to. But if that's something you might like to enjoy doing, um, the men going away somewhere, the ladies going somewhere, um, and then a church retreat, which would be, you know, for all the family together. um, We're going to be praying that we can arrange that within the next nine months. Um, And we'd love to see regular baptismal services. Um, You know, I... I spoke on uh, the importance of baptism, didn't I, a few weeks ago. And we want to see baptismal services as a regular feature here at Wellsprings. And as soon as we get back into the building, you know, we're going to be gathering names. We're already talking with people who um, want to be baptized. Um, And as soon as we're able to arrange that um, in, in the church building, then uh, we're going to be doing a small service, so that'll be a great thing to look forward to. So, you know, God um, downloaded lots of things to us, and uh, that's really just um, uh, a snapshot um, of what God was, was saying. Um, some of those things we do want to expand on over coming weeks and months. Um, some of those areas we put more we'll meat on the bones, if you like. Um, but uh, we just wanted to share with you some of the things God has been showing, showing us. Um, you know, when the Lord gave us this blueprint um, for, for the church um we had no idea that we would be here just four weeks before the lockdown happened we didn't know that was going to take place um and we didn't know that church wouldn't look the same and uh, so it was a shock to us you know we were just getting to get to know everybody and understand the, the program and what goes on um and then suddenly we couldn't go into the building to our church. But, you know, it was all part of God's master plan. We believe that with all of our hearts, you know, that, you know, we, we've we been fortunate to come for such a time as this. And uh, we're so grateful that we can be here. Someone said to us recently, um, from outside the church, they weren't part of Wellsprings, um, but they said, if you knew that, lockdown was going to happen before you came, would you have still come? You know, and we can both say with a resounding yes, absolutely, we would have still come, regardless of knowing what might have happened and what might not. Because when you know, you know, God has got a plan and purpose for you, um, then you just want to get in and fulfil that plan God's in God's in, in your life. You know, the lockdown may mean that we've had to do things differently. And we have, haven't we? We We're all doing things differently. But you know, it makes no difference to what um, God has in store for each one of us. Mm. Each one of you this morning, listening to this service, watching this service, you know, God's got that plan and purpose for the Wellspring family. And if you're part of another church, or if you live in another part of the country, as some of you do, you know, then I just pray that you would too find what God's plan and purpose is for you in the churches where you go to. Um, And if you don't go to church, you know, uh, we had 12 months, you know, of not being connected with a particular church. Um, We found that difficult last year. Um, And if you're loving the Lord, you're a believer, but you're not connected with a church then I would just encourage you, find somewhere locally where you can connect and, and get to know what God wants to do in your life. So, what are some of the things we can expect to see over the next nine months? Um, some of them we've already mentioned, more, more care groups, um, more people involved in the evangelism and on the welcome team. Um, a social media team that is going to become more active in in, in using um, the website and social media for the church, Um, more involvement in a community. You know, we need you to pray into that, friends, you know, because when we um, get back to church and and even before, you know, we need to know what can Wellsprings do for the local community? How can we let people see? you know, that we are not just a religious group of people that meet together on a Sunday and that's it, you know, but we are a people that want to reach out to those in the area. We are a people that want to be involved, whether that's in social services, um, wh- whether that's with the homeless or whatever it may be. Um, be praying into how we, you, me, us, can be involved in the community in wedding. And you know, pray about different ways. I mentioned the the um the, the church app um, it's something that I've been looking at for uh, three or four weeks now, um, and very shortly we will be launching a, a new church app. Now we know that's not again for everyone. Um, some people might not like the use of apps on their mobile phones um, but uh, it will be a way where you can stay. Another way you can stay connected um, because you can join in your home groups on there. You can see what groups there are and where they can meet. Um, you can give through the app as well. Um, and I want to thank all of you who are continuing to tithe throughout this season. You know, we just want to pray God's blessing upon you for continuing to do that. You know, many of you are, are still tithing online through online banking Um, a number of you are coming and dropping your tithes through our letterbox you know so that it can be paid into the bank Um, and the app is another way that uh, you can be giving if you choose to do it that way Um, we're going to be looking you know as well um, at um, gift aiding you know for those of you who work Um, and pay tax, you know, many of you may do that already. But if you don't, or you don't know what it's about, um, I'm going to be talking about that more on another time. But, uh, you know, gift aid is just a way that we can get more money back into the church because the church has got an even bigger vision than what I've been sharing with you this morning. You know, what I've been sharing is what's going to be happening over the next nine months or more. But, you know, we are thankful we've come into a church where the leadership, you know, have got vision for the future. There have already been, you know, numbers of discussions about what we would do, you know, when we've outgrown the building. And already we're not very far from filling every seat. Um, And so we need to be looking, you know, whether we would be expanding the building or whether we'd be looking to move, as you were looking at some years ago um and uh, so we need to be praying into those things and um you know i would encourage you to pray for your leaders not just for us but the elders and the leaders of the church you know as they look at these decisions Um, but all those things you know will take finance and uh, so we need to be praying how god can supply those needs as well you know, this morning, as, as I conclude, um, we're going to have some worship in a moment. Um, but, uh, you know, let's just remember, you know, that the church involves everybody, doesn't it? Um, we've, we've got um, children's work, we've got youth work going on. Um, Christina has been looking at, at different age groups um, that we're going to be looking at, um, so that when we get back to the building, we are catering for different groups um, at different times as well, um, from the younger children right through to teenagers, and and then we have the young adults group as well. Um, So we're praying into that. You know, we need more leaders. We need more people who can be involved in the children's work. And and some of you have given us your names, which is great. Um, But we want to make sure that every age group, you know, is is catered for and is ministered to in a a real way. You know, this morning, um, just as I come to conclusion, um, remember and ponder on those scriptures that I mentioned earlier, you know, that without the vision, you know, the people perish, they flounder. Um, And this morning, if you're not a Christian on here, You know, maybe you're listening into this service um, and you're just visiting us. No, that's the joy of meeting online, that um, we can go and and check out different churches. You know, people have been doing that, I'm sure. And and maybe this morning you are listening or watching this service and um, you're you're just searching for God. You're just asking questions um, to life Um, this morning you can pray a simple prayer. Um, We mention this every week, um, but there's a very short prayer that um, I'm just going to bring up that you can see. Um, If you've never prayed the sinner's prayer, um, then this is the prayer that you could could pray. Um, If you want to do that this morning, you just simply need to say, Dear God, I admit I'm a sinner. and I I need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ died in my place, paying the penalty for my sins. I'm willing right now to turn from my sin and accept Jesus Christ as my personal Saviour and Lord. I commit myself to you and ask you to send the Holy Spirit into my life to fill me and to take control and to help me become the kind of person that you want me to be thank you for loving me in Jesus name amen and you know if you prayed that prayer even for the first time this morning then I would encourage you to to let somebody know you know drop us a message you can contact us through the website you can contact us through one of the um, Facebook or whatsapp groups that are there or through a friend or family member that you may know. But, you know, let somebody know you've made that decision so that we can encourage you. We can send you material that will help you in your Christian journey.